We live in a time when evil is called good and good is called evil. We live in a time where the righteous appears to suffer, where those who serve God appear to be reduced to the background. We live in a time when life is not fair with the just. And what we see is that the wicked prosper. The wicked have everything that are better call. We live in a time when darkness has become light. And light has become darkness. We live in a time when immorality has become the standard of the day. Where moral rectitude is considered an absurdity. We live in a time where lies are erected as emblems of life. Where truth is blatantly substituted. We live in a time when virtue and values makes no sense. But vices and all forms of corruption We live in a time when disobedience, those who disobey, become celebrities, become people to be noted with. Why those who obey are seen as what? Weaklings. Are seen as people have no guts. That's the era we are into right now. That's the era that we have seen ancestors living. And the tendency for the, those who are good, those who strive for righteousness, is to give up. Because it's like they're not seeing the fruit of their effort. They're not seeing the dividend of their righteousness. Why should a wicked prosper? And the righteous who has those who are ground, who is ground, is being taken to the background. Why is the corrupt accepted in society? Why those who do the evil are not considered? So there's tendency for those who are righteous and for those who are good to give up. Minister today, they have been dead. That's why the prophets have begun to complain. And they say, No need. Your words you have started against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, How have we spoken against you? You have said it is in vain to serve God. <laughs> That's what they say. It's in vain to serve God. And that is the slogan of many today. It's in vain to serve God. It has become the philosophy of life among men, among youths. Why serve God? Where is the God? They even question his existence. Where is God? Why did he create evil? If it's unknowing, why do you allow evil to try? If he cares for us so much, why does he allow evil to come and then send his son to come and die and ask us to follow his son? Why not spare himself of all this nonsense by eradicating evil from the beginning and create a sublime world? And this argument has stayed formidable to the minds of many today, even Christians. Even Christians. But God made a revelation which you and I must capture today. 
is no way we can justify it. No matter how we do evil, even our spirit stands against it. Your conscience stands against it. And that's why those who are drunk in wickedness and evil, you see, they have to take intoxicants to be able to destabilize themselves because the inner being cries out. What did God say? Hmm. He said, there shall be a book of what? Remembrance. There's a book called the book of remembrance. Where every good you do, every righteous act you put up with, is written down by God. God is telling us what? I take note of everything. Evil may drive in your eyes, but the same way it drives, that's the same way it works in the contact. Don't forget that. The problem with us is that we say, ah, it takes too much time. Why is God delaying? No, why not act now, now? <clears throat> God is not ruled by evil. If God begins to act as every evil that happens, then it means evil becoming the actress of God. Let me tell you why God does not act. Because evil is inconsequential. Evil is not a factor. Evil does not determine the table of things. Evil can rise and cause havoc, but God does not take note because evil is not a reason for existence. Evil is seeking attention. The devil do everything to catch attention. That's why the appearance of those who are doing evil as the ones who are prospering is to catch attention, to discourage you. By the way, when you go and tell you, say that the evil, those who are doing evil, prosper, prosper in what? Is it in vanity? That's always for the prosper. They prosper in vanity. Material things, money, fame, houses, cars. Tell me which other area will they prosper? Even men who praise them know that they are evil. Even the men who praise them know that they are evil. Do you understand how they live? How do they so close to someone who is very corrupt, who is wicked, and is having a bit of money? And they praise. I mean, please, you know, we need to meet something. In the inner chamber, they will call you. They will, they will tell you, how can I be happy? They cry out in their soul. It's in darkness that stated them up. But when they come out, they brandish the things you feel is life. Even what you see, they don't even see it. So God is reminding his people, don't take that kind of stand. The devil will do everything to, you know, confuse you. With what the eyes can see, with what hand can touch, life is more than material things. Man is a transient being in a transient <coughs> camp. Don't be trapped in a transient camp. We are passing through. There is more to life than this place. Man is still in our initial journey. That is why, when the time comes for you to go, even those things you are brandishing, you will leave them. With all your wealth, you go. You go down the grave. The cars won't go with you. Your wealth won't go with you. Your money they find God, the investment that make, all that's been controlling anyhow. Does that not communicate a lot for us to learn? Yes. You will leave them for people who have not, who don't value this to mess it up. So say, keep your treasures where most and tamas cannot eat them all. As long as they are physical, they are subject to decadence. We pray for wisdom. We pray for understanding. 
who pray for the values or the things of the spirit. To understand that man is more than this physical existence. There's still more. There's still more. We're somewhere before. We came here. We flee from here. We proceed again. Don't make it the ultimate. If you are trapped here, you've been deceived. And so we must understand that and come to terms with the reality of our faith, the reality of our life. Jesus has given us enough evidence in that dimension. Two days ago, we were sharing how we ascended to heaven. He ascended body and soul physically. He went up. If he wasn't real, you have done that. You have disappeared. But he went up with his own body physically after eating with them. These are enough evidence to prove that there is more to life than what we think it is. And the psalmist helps us to articulate how to go to work in this dimension. He says, Blessed indeed the man who follows not the cancer of the wicked, the culture of the devil, the worldliness, the negativity of life. Bless the man who does not follow that cancer. Who don't pride in the things of this world? Who don't pride in the language of the wicked? Who don't pride in the ways and the life of the godless? Bless that man. But who stands, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, on it he ponders day and night. The ways of God are his ways. The ways of God are his ways. These are what he desires every day. And as you go down, you see how then we begin to, you know, expatiate on the reality of our spiritual life. He says it's like a tree planted by the riverside. It's like a tree planted by the riverside. And don't prosper now, but don't mean you are a failure. In the eyes of the people of the world, who see life based on my things, you are a failure. But in the eyes of God, you are great. You are great. Material things till tomorrow cannot remain as a standard of success. It's a life of a pit of hell. It's not like, you know, east of your soul, you are gone. You are gone. You are gone. So we must understand that. There's more to life than this. We must grow spiritually. We must understand the values of life that are beyond materiality. It's a heavy culture that been weaponized so much today. All kinds of stuff happening in our country. Just because we want to make it. The boy in the state, you know, was arrested by police. Why? He went and buried his stepmother alive. To make money. Young boy, 19 years old, 19 years old. What has happened? Went and buried his stepmother, dug the ground, put the woman inside. 19 years because he wants to make money. See the kind of thing people are doing with those who make money so that they can have cars and have houses. And they end what happens. And they have, they have parents. They grew up from homes. It's quite pathetic, but it is fast growing and affecting our society. Our generation is a very problem one. And the values of the gospel must remain. And you and I must play our part to make sure we communicate the values that is necessary. Sometimes the parents who are not having issues, they will teach your children that, oh, I'm prospering, I look at my life and all that. They also grow up trying to be like you. They don't communicate the real values. They don't control. So this is we pray for deeper understanding. We pray for convinced faith in Christ Jesus and follow up the values that are so far. And know that the culture of this world and the philosophy of this life can never take us anywhere. But it's like that was a classic deception which the devil is using to bring destruction and death. May God be the power of Christ our Lord. Amen.